Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my Diamond Dream Team, my co-host. How are you all doing tonight? And as Diamond would say, it takes a team to build a dream. So before I go any further, I want you to stop right now. I want you to share this broadcast, share this podcast, share Lindell TV, share frankspeech.com, because sharing is caring. And if you care, you all, if you care about this country, if you care about the First Amendment, if you care about your Second Amendment, if you care about voter uh, integrity, election integrity, you will stop what you're doing right now and you will share. Share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air. That's right. That's exactly what you would do. Now, tonight we're going to be talking to a J6, they call him J6 or January 6th defendant, okay? So if you have any questions tonight, be sure to email them at diamondandsilk at gmail.com. That's diamondandsilk at gmail.com. Look, you all, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app, the Frank Social app. It is growing, growing, growing. And the left-wing media, they don't like it. And some on the right, they don't like it either because it is growing. People are in search for the truth. They are in search for something different than the lie because they've been sold a bag of lies and they're tired of it. So make sure you download frankspeech.com, okay? The Frank Speech app and download also the Frank Social app so that you can stay updated and informed and be sure to tell a friend. Tell a friend and let them know to download the app as well so that they can stay updated and informed. Shout out to our affiliates. Shout out to everyone joining us on Getter, on Rumble. Shout out to you all, the ones that's in the chat, just chatting away. I'm, look, it is amazing to be there, to be there with like-minded individuals where you all can just chat and have open dialogue, conversation. So I really, truly appreciate it. Shout out to CTA TV and shout out to RSBN for always being in Diamond and Silk's Corner. I truly, truly appreciate you. And for everybody else that want to take our content and stream it on their platform or use it on their platform, you're welcome to do it, you all. I don't mind because we want to make sure that we get the truth out there. And the only way that we can do it is if we share, period. All right. Uh, don't forget about our one of our sponsors, maskderma.com, maskderma.com. So a lot of people are still wearing those masks. All right. And occasionally they may have some breakouts, uh, some itchiness or what have you. Well, this is a product that, uh, or a sponsor that Diamond was working on before she passed passed away. And so you all can go there to massderma.com. Uh, as time progresses, you'll start hearing more about it. Okay, but right now it is available, massderma.com. Also, don't forget about my pillow 2.0. Now, last night I slept on the firm pillows. Uh, it was the one with the blue tag, so it's very, very firm. So I was able to put this bad boy underneath my back, my neck, and my head, you all. And it kept it elevated. And I'm telling you all, whew, you're talking about feeling good like a real pillow should. That's exactly what my pillow 2.0. Also, I've been celebrating my real women this week. 
And I want to talk to my real women. That's right, my real women. I'm talking about the ones with the vajayjay, not the thing things. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my chicks. That's legit. Not those chicks with those sticks. See, I'm keeping it clean for my Christians in the back, but y'all know what I'm talking about. The he, she's, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my natural born women. The one with women hormones. See, you can relate to me because I'm a natural born woman. And see, with me being over the age of 50, you all, we go through something called menopause. Mm -hmm. And with menopause come hot flashes. So this pillow, it has a technology in it where it keeps the pillow cool and it keeps me cool. So when I have those moments and those spells when I'm about to go through my hot flash, I don't soak out the pillow because the pillow, my pillow 2.0, keeps me nice and cool. So make sure you go to mypillow.com, use promo code DIAMOND, promo code DIAMOND, and purchase the MyPillow 2.0. And you can buy one tonight and get the other one for free. All right? So once again, that's mypillow.com. All right? Don't forget about the book, Uprising Who the Hell That You Can't Ditch and Switch, The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It, we have still have signed autograph copies, okay, with diamond signature and my signature in it, okay? So you can get that at diamondandsilkstore.com. Get the books at diamondandsilkstore.com. Now, let me move on with the show uh, because we have a lot of ground to cover tonight, and I want to make sure we have time to cover all of the ground, okay? So today, you all, my president, Donald J. Trump and some more patriots, they visited uh, Palestine, Ohio, okay? And I must say that it brought a smile to my face to see the love for humanity, you know, coming from real Americans. President Trump, he didn't go there empty-handed either, you know? He brought water, food, and he brought a lot of love to those families that suffering during this time. They are suffering because of this disaster. And this Biden regime seemed to not really give a damn about it or about the families. Because see, he's somewhere over there kicking and hugged up with Zelensky in Ukraine instead of here where he needs to be right here in America. Because he, he said he's the president. That's what they said, he's the president. But he darn sure ain't acting like one. He's acting more like a residence. That's what he is. Somebody said, oh, our commander in chief. No, he's a liar and thief. That's what he is. A straight up liar and thief is what he is. So I was able to get a snippet, a few snippets of what went on today there in Palestine, Ohio. Uh, can you play clip one? Yeah. 
at the bottom of this and you get the exact same effect. All right here. So all, all of this all is contaminated. It bubbles up from the bottom. This is all downstream. All downstream. This would be the main collection for all of it. Wow. Okay? Wow. You might have some little tributary waterways, but this would be like the main slush ditch of this. Wow. And then this goes all the way to Cincinnati, you know? Right. Wow, man. This is, I've grown up here. This is, that's like my church, them woods. Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of the government saying that not, no big deal, basically not even showing up here? It, it speaks volumes. And the fact that Trump's coming, but Biden hasn't. Man of the people. Massive, massive disaster. And where's Joe Biden? He's in Ukraine. He is allowing our country to be invaded on our southern border. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, nowhere to be found as America's falling apart. And where does Joe Biden go? To Ukraine to secure their borders, to put their people first and America last. What do you make it about Biden not showing up? You showing up before he did. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. Where's Trump? Take a picture of the phone. There he is. The real president. Thank you, Trump. If you, were, if you were in office right now, what would you have done to help the people of East Palestine? FEMA would have been here a long time ago. What do you think they waited, Donald Duck, Mr. Trump? Do you think it had to do with they the fact that they waited for me when I came? Thank you, sir. When I came, everybody decided to come, right? You know that. Nice to see you. Have a good time. You look so great up there. Have fun, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Trump. A lot of progress being made. Mayor's doing a great job. Wow, you all. See, that's my president, President Donald J. Trump. Now, while I asked backwards, regime, the leader of that regime is somewhere, once again, hugged up, lovey-dovey with Zelensky over there in Ukraine. Our borders is wide open right here. Americans are suffering right here. Homeless is, is running rapid right here in America. I feel like we're in our own war right here in America and our money is being sent. I feel money laundering is going on, okay? It's being sent over there to Ukraine to take care of them folks over there to take care of their borders while people are suffering right here. Thank you, Jesus, for President Donald J. Trump for showing up, stepping up, and manning up. Well, unfortunately, Jim Crow Joe Biden, he can't do none of that because he likes to stay in the basement, period. But one thing I must say is that Jim Crow Joe has got to go. That's one mofo that got to go. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Mm -hmm. Now, something else I want to quickly address before my uh, guests come on. You know, I was looking at Mike Lindell earlier 
And I want to talk about real quick about why are they not releasing the January 6th footage? Why aren't they releasing the, the security footage? You know, Republicans, what's up? What's up with that? And you want to release it to just one network and not everybody else. So I love, oh, I love Mike Lindell. And I, what's happening is he's planning to sue Kevin McCarthy. And let me tell you what for. First Amendment violation, freedom of the press. See, right here, we're like freedom of the press because we deliver the news. We deliver the truth. We have our audience. This is a network. So you can't take and single out one network and say, I'm just going to give it to this one network so that they can slice and dice and de dissect and only give out the narrative that we want them to have. You can't do that. Mm -mm. It's supposed to be equal for all. The second charge is going to be discrimination by the speaker. Because once again, it's supposed to be an equal protection clause. Okay? You can't just go and get your buddy, buddy, and say, here, I want you to do this right here. And then all the rest of, of, of individuals, uh, the press or people that report the news, you just put them on the sideline and say, no, you don't get to see this. Okay? And I understand that our the Democrats is going crazy. They're panicking about this here being, being out in the opening. Because, see, these videos go against these Democrats' narratives and these rhino Republicans' narrative, okay? So if they don't want to release all of the footage at one time because they claim it's due to security, then what they should do is release all of the January sisters, all of the January uh, political prisoners, release them, and then give each one of them the, the requested footage that they requested, okay, so that it can be used as their evidence, okay, because as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, it's a, 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 a exculpatory evidence, all right, that can be used to exonerate these individuals, okay, especially for what uh, the left and, and, and especially Nancy Pelosi and them have depicted, okay, so let the individuals, the defendants that requested the footage, allow them to have the footage. Because see, I'm not fond of releasing the footage just to one network. It needs to be released to we, the American people, because guess what? We paid for it. We paid for that, not Kevin McCarthy. It was the American tax dollars that paid for it. Now, today, I happened to be looking uh, on social media, and I saw some more footage. I came across some more footage. Now, I want to warn you all, this is some salty language, but it got to be seen. So I want you all to take a look at clip two. They set us the fuck up. That's what they did. They set us up. They set up 64. Oh, okay. absolutely. And then they asked you to come two hours later. They set us up. So. They needed everybody right away. Nah, right away. They set us the fuck up. So, nah, we ain't got shit. We ain't got no motherfucking shit. They set us the fuck up.
that needs to be answered because it seems like some people got set up from the get up. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what went down. Mm -hmm. Now, before I bring on my guests, I want you all to take a look at clip three. was open from the inside. If it was open from the inside, does that mean that this was an inside job? That's what it's pointing to. So allow me to introduce my guest. He's a January 6th defendant, a father of five fighting for his freedom. He's here to tell his side of the story about what happened on January the 6th. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Lloyd Cruz. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you doing, sir? I'm honored to be here. That Thank you for helping us out. Well, welcome uh, to Diamond Silk uh, Chit Chat Live. You know, I don't know what happened, and I want to allow you the opportunity to you utilize this platform to let America know what happened on January the 6th, what did you see? What did you observe and how are you attached to this? Um, well, when I went there with uh, some friends that um, I was going around recording the whole thing from the start to the end. <clears throat> I was walking around with the GoPro. I had battery packs on me to make sure the GoPro stood charged. And from there that I shared a few videos on, uh, what is it, videos or pictures, can't remember brain damage uh uh it was i sh there was cops just you know during when trump was speaking that they were just chilling on the hood of their car playing on the phone and then over on the side that you had lines of the motorcycle on you know bicycles they were just mm -hmm. relaxed uh, 
there was not a care in the world. And then when we started going, when Trump was finished with his speech, uh, me and my buddies decided that we we're going to walk there, uh, walk to the Capitol. And that's when I seen uh, some food trucks. And from there, that when I seen the food trucks, we were excited because there was no food. So we started walking to the food trucks. And that's when we got there. I was about to order. And then uh, my, sorry, fidgeted. <clears throat> uh, mm -hmm. My explosions and I didn't know what was going on I told them to stay back and I started going towards it because I believe that if somebody's in uh, in trouble we have to go ahead and help out whoever it is you know a little first aid goes a long way and when I uh, seen what was going on at the thing at the uh, big area where they keep on showing that's when I went ahead and seen people going through the doors and I was just recording and, you know, wasn't paying attention. I was zoned out and I was in the, walked around for less than seven minutes. That didn't touch anything, didn't break anything. The doors were open. I walked in, walked around and then walked right back out and didn't think nothing of it. Went to the landing, started record the landing, you know, cause there was so many people there that mm -hmm. you can even see the end of where, you know, it stopped because people were just kept on flooding in. It was a beautiful sight because so many people there were voicing their concerns. Yes, there was some violence there, but yet, you know, considering that how many people were there and were trying to stop the ones from causing that, you know, there was a lot of love there that, <clears throat> um, anyways, that time passed. You know, we came home, mm -hmm. everything else. Well, when we were there, we went back to the hotel. Sorry, jumping around. And from no, there that, yeah. that's when we were in the lobby. And we were getting reports that they were actually, you know, barricading people in the hotel. So the cops were locking the doors, not letting people out. Hmm. And it was a, starting to get really scary. You know, the, knowing that, you know, they uh did a mandatory lockdown on the city and from there that no one could go anywhere and from there we were just in the lobby and then as soon as uh daylight hit that's when we immediately jumped in the vehicle and left because we didn't want to be there if they locked in the city down any longer wow and we came home didn't think none of it next thing i know that you know a little bit of time passed and then the fbi they went and called me up and they asked if I could meet up with them or if I was going to be home. And I was uh, over okay. at the. Stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. You said the FBI called you up like on a yep, phone. They called me up. Yep. Okay. So how did the FBI get your information? How did they know it was you? Did How, how are they just going to call you up? Well, that's where it becomes tricky that uh, they, you know, when, when uh, they shut the cell services down, that's when I turned my phone off. And from there that they went ahead and I, from what I gather is that they subpoenaed uh, AT&T and Google for my GPS location. And from there that they went ahead and got my information from uh, AT&T and uh, Google. Even though I had my phone turned off, they overrid the security protocols and turned it on. And I didn't know nothing of it. That you know, I thought if the phone was off, the phone was off. I didn't think I did anything wrong because, uh, 
you know, the doors were open. Now, I didn't touch anything. I right. didn't break anything. Now, I was just so, recording. So, so let, let me back up for a minute. What did they charge you with? Um, <clears throat> they charged me with uh, one count of parading and demonstrating in a uh, government facility. I believe that's what it's called. Parading and, and demonstrating. Okay. Yeah. And then the second one was um, um, shoot. Was it something about uh, interrupting a proceeding or something like that, or yeah, trespassing? I have it. Uh, trespassing is what they got me for. So I got two misdemeanor charges. Now it's not much, but the thing is that, you know, I didn't do anything that. You know, it's a government building. When I go to my courthouse, that I don't have to go for a full background check or anything like that. And when I go to the Kansas City courthouse, I don't need to go for a background check. I don't have to, you know, uh, go through all kinds of hoops. I didn't think nothing of it. That in my, you know, in school, they never taught me that you had to go through uh, 15 hoops to be able to get into a building. That, you know, if I knew that, then I would not have done it or went in there. But because of that, it's turned my entire life inside out. That, uh, you know, I'm disabled, so I, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I make sure the kids get to school. I make sure that, you know, I help them with their homework. Yeah. I have four kids. Yeah. That nah. my nephew uh, came out here because he was uh, getting into some trouble. And his mom knows how I am and knows that I will work with him, uh, help him get on a better track. Right. And from there, um, I must be doing something right if somebody trusts me with, you know, helping them out with their kid. And right. well, let me ask you this question. Out. Let me ask you yes. this question. Did they try to offer you a plea deal? Yes. Um, as soon as I got uh, the um, went and got arrested, had to go to the U.S. Marshals and got released, I got appointed a public defender. And the public defender just glanced out at the paperwork. Of course, I'm a country boy. I always wear camo. Now, if you look at my Twitter, you'll see that I have a camo computer. I love mm -hmm. camo. But she said, because uh, the camo makes me look guilty, so I might as well take the plea deal. And they offered me six months in prison uh, and I think like two years probation and then like a $500 fine or something like that. And... When I was talking to my wife about it, that what kind of messages messages that can send to my kids if I accept something and admit guilt when yet I didn't do anything wrong? Now, well, it'll be it, and, and this is considered a misdemeanor, right? Yes. Not this is not considered a felony, right? No. Did you do any time in in jail? I was in there for uh, about, I believe, nine hours. Uh, it wasn't long, but I was in Kansas City, uh, U.S. Marshal's office, and uh, uh, holding cell down there. And from there, that I was lucky, I was fortunate, unlike so many others that got, you know, have been in there since the beginning. I was fortunate, but now that I took it to trial, uh, I was found guilty. Right now, I'm looking at two years in uh, a prison time. I'm okay, so you was, found, you was found guilty of what they charged you for, right? Yes. Parading and demonstrating. 
something that the Constitution allows you to do at the people's house when there's a fraudulent election or when you see China about to take over your country, okay? That's something that as American citizens, we have the right to do constitutionally, yeah. okay? And, and then they got you for trespassing, all right? So they found you guilty for trespassing at the people house where our American tax dollars pay for the people's house. But I'll say it again and keep saying it till I'm blue in the face. You have these illegal aliens trespassing in America house, walking our streets, all right? And they won't even stop them and arrest them. But you want to arrest American citizens for following the Constitution, okay? Y'all hear what I'm saying now? For following the Constitution. So that means that lets me know what do we have here in this regime? What is it truly for them not to even allow people due process, okay? Or even follow the Constitution, okay? Because I'm gonna tell you if the two was on the other foot, the Democrats, they probably would have burned the Capitol building right on down. And y'all know it. Amen. Y'all know Amen. I'm telling the truth. Because we've seen them do a lot of parading and demonstration up in the in the Capitol. But is are any of them locked up? No. Hmm? None of them. Have any uh, of them been found guilty of this? Some are alive. Yeah. Uh, some are alive. That what happened to they, that? They probably I, I believe that the Democrats was part of it, especially if you had Kamala Harris and them in, intertwined. With, with helping uh, with the bail money to get a lot of these people out. And I'm going to say allegedly because I wasn't there when they was helping. Okay, let me ask you, circle back to something about the FBI. You said that the FBI called you. What did they say to you when you answered your phone? Uh, they told me I was spe a special agent with FBI and that they uh, wanted to know when I'm able to speak with them. And... Then I'm like, okay, well, I was already at my county's courthouse. So I'm like, well, you come here and we could uh, talk here. So we went into the cap uh, the courthouse that they courthouse allowed us to go ahead and use the room. And after that, okay. they went ahead and okay. sat me down and they were asking me if I was there. And I'm like, well, yeah, I was there. And from there that they asked me if I, uh, they were asking me questions and stuff like that. And because I have brain damage, that it's hard for me to remember every step because when I start zoning out, I skip parts of my life. Okay, and I got I didn't, I didn't remember going in there at the time. Uh, uh, they asked me if I took video and everything. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, we need, we need the video. And from there that I went ahead and said, okay, well, give me uh, about a day and I'll go ahead and get you, get you everything I have. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I went ahead and gave him, you know, the you know, proof that I didn't touch anything. And mm -hmm. from there, how, that, how many I days? Went, how many days after January the sixth did you have this phone call with the FBI? Um, about three months. Just from a couple of months. About three months or so. Okay, you mentioned that you was recording on your GoPro but that you shared a few photos. Where did you share your photos at? 
Uh, TikTok, and it was deleted within uh, an hour. They deleted it? Or you uh, Twitter deleted it? deleted it. Wait, no, not Twitter. Uh, TikTok deleted it. TikTok deleted it. Yep, and they banned me from that account. Okay. Then the sec, then, huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, you know, when I got charged and everything else, then that's when I got an email from Airbnb telling me that now I'm blacklisted from them. And so I can't rent anything from Airbnb. Doesn't bother me because I didn't use them anyways, but yet it was always an option. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, it just, you know, it's hard <laughs> knowing that they could try to destroy your entire life. And then when I started to realize how much they destroyed, uh, tried to destroy Laura Loomer, that she's also mm -hmm. helping me out, that, uh, you know, big tech will try to do everything they can to, you know, well, I believe. Narrative. I believe. To, to be honest with you, I believe that they colluded. They 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 collude, and because they they have to set a narrative. Were you called a white supremacist? Did they let? Did they tell you you was a white supremacist? No. Huh? No. They, uh, so who, they didn't. Uh, they didn't say, I'm talking about like the FBI because they try to make it seems like that individuals that walked into the people house are extremists and white supremacists. And then they try to put you on this blacklist so that you can't fly or, you know, like uh, Air Airbnb uh, and all of these other folks, like you can't really truly live your life. So that's why I'm asking you this question. Did they call you KKK or did they call you a white supremacist or an extremist? When they were uh, talking to me that they were asking me if I'm part of any groups, they started naming out if I was a member of the Proud Boys, uh, um, the... Antifa, they started naming out all kinds of groups and then asking if I was part of any of them. Then they were like, real, when it came to the conservative groups, that, that's when they really were trying to nail, uh, nail in, trying to bring it up uh, in different, you know, like how they would reword it to try to uh, see if I would, you know, go back on what I said. And from there that, you know, I know I'm on all kinds of watch lists now, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, know, like, you know, why you was there? Do you recall possibly seeing uh, infiltration uh, from Antifa? Yes, that yes. Uh, the night before, um, when we got there the night before the rally that, you know, my buddies and I, we were walking around and from there that we seen, you know, pallets of bricks just laid, you know, in the middle, you know, on the side of the road. You know, we were told that there was uh, propane bottles that were right over there. You mm -hmm. know, the cops mm -hmm. didn't want to do anything. Nobody knew who dropped it off, but yet they were trying to set it up for something. And from there that, you know, we were told that, you know, Antifa, Black Lives Matter and all that was going to be there. And, you know, uh, from there that the night before is when uh, Alex Jones was having a meetup and whatnot and mm -hmm. having his, a speech. And from there that we went and seen, uh, seen what that was about. But then, uh, you know, it was so many people there. So much, uh, you know, Trump hats and stuff like that. And they were selling them everywhere. That we knew that they were there, but yet we didn't know, you know, how to decipher exactly because the fact that, you know, they were blend, trying to blend in. You could tell that some of them were because of the fact that they 
oh, we're completely ready for combat. And yet, you know, the Patriots that we were there to support our president and our country. And mm-hmm. from there that we weren't there to for violence. We weren't there for, you know, uh, trying to, you know, destroy the like country. Over, that, like what they said, overthrow the government. Because let me say it like this. See, I'm the only thing I still know how to do is be truly and just be real, okay? So when you tr- say, when they say that MAGA tried to o- overthrow the government, what they failed to realize is that President Trump was the government at that time on January the 6th. So why would MAGA even be there to try to overthrow President Trump and the administration, all right? That's number one. Then they turned around and said that uh, something else that MAGA had did, uh, but I believe that the coup d'etat happened on November the 3rd, okay? Whenever they cheated in this election and fraudulent activities took place within the election. It's, and that's, that's this is my own humble opinion. And as an American citizen with my First Amendment rights, I have a right to say how I feel about all of this and, 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 how, and what I absolutely, you know, saw take place, okay? So, so, with them even making this the, the statement as if uh, MAGA uh, caused some type of insurrection. Now, I thought that when you do an insurrection, you're supposed to come with weapons and all of that to overthrow the government, all right? No, there was no weapons there except from the other side, from my understanding, from my understanding, okay? And that the doors was open from the inside to let you in. Okay, and if they open it from the inside, as far as I'm concerned, it's an inside job. All right. And then, you know, there's another set of biasness here that I feel or bias here. Whenever you go to court, they try to first bully you into taking a plea deal. All right. And then they turn around and you go to court. It's like everything is stacked against you, the judge, the jury, the, 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 your, your public defender, everything is just stacked against you because there is this narrative that they're so anxious to push, okay? They're so anxious to push. Now, one thing about MAGA, on January the 6th, we was excited to be there for the simple fact this. President Trump and his team have been trying to get the truth out about how these people cheated in the uh, 2020 election. And on this day, they was about to disclose and expose the evidence right there on the House floor. Why would MAGA go to the Capitol to overthrow its own government, Trump administration, whenever the evidence was about to be exposed right there on the floor? Unless, somebody infiltrated MAGA, mm-hmm, infiltrated the fact that the, the evidence was about to be disclosed and exposed right there on the floor, on the House floor, all right? And that this here seemed to me to be an entrapment. It seems to me to be a total set up. Now, uh, Lloyd, I understand that you are trying to get access to the footage uh, and your lawyer and your legal team has been trying to get access to it, but nobody seems to uh, 
I either know what you're talking about or know how to get it. So here is my deal. Here's my spill. If Kevin McCarthy can give the footage to Tucker Carson, and he's not a defendant, then Kevin McCarthy should be able to give you and your lawyers and your team the footage because you are a defendant. Okay? That's that's how I feel about it. What say you, Lloyd? Well, I want my footage back that, you know, like uh, my legal team that I end up having to hire uh, my uh, John Pierce uh, legal team. And from there that, you know, they've been working hard trying to get my footage back. I have not even seen my discovery until, you know, like a brief moment at trial because everything is considered national security. That the footage that I have of inside the Capitol, it was somehow wiped off my computer. The thumb drive, no one knows where it's at. I can't get, you know, anything. Now, it, I am trying to piece together everything that happened, but yet I can't seem to get any answers. Now, mm -hmm. uh, how I see it is that, you know, Mitch Con McConnell stated that he was going to go and release everything. Well, then release it. Why release it at one? That, you know, that's, right. that's, that's our right. lives. That it's our building. That's it's right. The people's building. That it belongs to America. Every everybody that lives here, it belongs to them. That they, the capital that they have that they have that thing so well locked down. They just have to push a button, and that entire thing becomes a fortress. Nothing will come in. Nothing will go out. But yet they just allowed everybody to go in. Now they were opening doors. They were removing barriers. Now, yeah. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the footage, I would like my footage. I would like to see what, you know, other footage to find out what was going on. My yeah. legal team would love yeah. to see the footage. But yet everything is so closed up. American, the Americans would love to see the footage. But let me tell you something. If they want to deem all of this footage as a national security or because of national security, then why give it to Tucker Carlson? He's, he's with a network with a lot of people, so why give it to just him? You see, if you're so concerned about national security, you shouldn't have released it at all if you're that concerned about national security. And in my own heart, I feel like what they are scared of is the fact that it's gonna show police officers beating American citizens. It's going to show the setup from the get up. It's going to show where people open up the door for people to walk in. And see, it's, it was two sides to the Capitol. On one side, it was a lot of destruction going on. On the other side, they opened up the door and let people come in. And it appears to me that they actually got a lot of the people that was Latin to the Capitol. I don't, the people that scaled the walls, have they gotten got? The one, the one, the, 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 it looked like an undercover officer to me because the thing was in his ear that originally broke the glass on the other side as he locked up. Ray Apps, I mean, he's just quieter than mice peeing on cotton. We don't even know where he's at. Uh-huh. The people out there doing the filming and the video. Now you said you was out there videoing. It was more people out there videoing and they sold their footage to news networks. Have they been arrested? 
They was out that, there. I have a bad taste when it comes to Fox News because on January 5th is when I did a uh, interview with Fox News that they wanted to interview me for the January 6th anniversary. And I was on, did a 21 minute interview. And um, they said, well, I was under the impression that they were going to help me out because I've been trying to do fundraising to pay my legal costs. And right. so I could right. also do my appeal. And from there that, um, out of the 21 minute interview that they did, they showed less than two seconds of my interview and they cut it up to where it made me sound like a, you know, idiot worse than I am now that, you know, I'm very unhappy with, you know, Fox news that they supposedly was one of the best ones, but yet they proven to be just as worse as the rest. Why are they going to get the news footage where they're going to sell it or give us little crack crumbs of what they believe we should see. It's our mm -hmm. decision to be able to see mm -hmm. what's there. That mm -hmm. we are the ones that recorded it. That we should know what's going on there. And what happened? That people's lives are on the line. That if they don't want to release it to the public, then they need it. They should drop all charges against everyone due to the fact that, you know, how can we be prosecuted if we can't see our evidence? Come on. That's right. That's right. Uh, You're telling the truth. Now, because of legal, I can't, how can I say this? Say certain things about Fox, say certain things about certain networks, but I can tell you this, all right? I can tell you how uh, uh, networks pretty much operate, and I'm not specifying one network. I've been a lot of different places. So I can just give you a broad understanding of it, all right? If it's something they don't want said, if it's, it comes from the top, if the top said you can't say it or you can't state it or don't play this, only, only play that, then the people at the bottom got to do what the top said if they want to keep a job, Yeah. okay? All right? So, so the way that you just described what you just described, it, it, it even happened to Diamond and Silk. Uh -huh. And see, that's another reason why Diamond and Silk, our brand, even down to, to, to doing interviews with different networks, left wing, right wing, and in between, is because they want you to say it a certain way. And if you go against the way that they want you to say it, they won't even bring you back on. So... yeah. We, I, I love frankspeech.com, Lindell TV, for the fact that I'm able to tell the truth, say it openly, and not be shut down. My words don't get chopped up or dissected to say it a particular way, to make it appear a particular way. And so, yeah. unfortunately, that's the times that we're living in. And I, I don't trust a lot of these networks, like I said left wing, right wing, or in between. A lot of them, I really do not trust. I don't even look at a lot of them anymore. For the simple fact, I know how, how it's done. I know how they hoodwink you. I know how they, they continue to spin the story to make it appear a certain way when it's nothing but a doggone, uh, really, a truly a lie, period. And one thing about my sister and I, we refuse to be liars. We refuse to get paid to lie to the people. We refuse Amen. that. They wanted to pay us because they said that we were influencers. 
when it came down to this COVID stuff, they wanted to pay us to do a, an infomercial telling people to get the jab. We was like, hell to the no. We're not doing that. You can't pay us enough to come out there and mislead the people. Period. We turned it down. We are truth tellers, not robotic talking heads. Period. Okay. Yeah. So that's the reason why. And so with this platform, it's here so that when you have updates, when you have things that you want to say or talk about, all you got to do is shoot us, shoot us an email, our team, get everything set up because we want to talk to real people that's living this real life. Not the people just with the blue check marks and you see them every day on the same show and you already know what they're going to say. We want to present to the people, the people. You see how you're living, what's going on, how you're being or have been affected. That's what the Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live show is all about. Look, listen, uh, Lord, how, let everybody know how they can donate to you, to your cause, to your, your legal funds. And everything. Let everybody know. Um, well, I, I'm uh, very active when it comes to Twitter right now because uh, I can actually share things. Uh, if you go to Cruise Family 13, you go ahead and just scroll through, and there is several different links there. One is for my gifts and go. The other one is for the NCLU that's been working trying to help raise money on my uh, legal fees. That my legal fees, uh, we are trying to raise the money for that, and uh, also for my appeal that we are going to try to, you know, go for the appeal, but it's, you know, right now that, uh, John Pierce, that he, he went ahead and picked us, uh, me up and, you know, I'm broken and broke that, you know, I'm disabled that I get my social security check. You know, like I said, I'm a stay at home dad. My wife, you know, she works part-time that we work together that before all this, we had everything covered. But after this, we're so far, you know, we every month we get further and further in the hole, you know, having to plan going to DC, you know, for the uh, trial. And now I have to plan on going for a sentencing that, you know, I have to uh, please uh, give a shout out to John Pierce and the legal team, as well as Laura Loomer. Uh, mm -hmm. She's been working tirelessly trying to help me out. Uh, as well as NCLU that they've been raising and trying to help the legal funds for the J6ers. Uh, one of my good friends that uh, she uh, designer skates that she uh, she makes uh, custom clothing and she's been helping out quite a bit. She would love to get a hold of you uh, uh, to talk to you directly. Just, just have uh, everybody send, the, to send an email and, and, and so forth that wants to come on and, and they'll go through the process. But the deal is this platform is here for the people. It's a voice yeah. for the people. And Diamond and Silk have always been a voice for the voiceless. I be doggone if I'm a live in this country, I live the good life and I see my fellow man and, and, and woman live a bad life just because of a regime and because they're voiceless. We're not going to do that. The, 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 the millions that they wanted to pay Diamond and Silk to, to tell people lies, Diamond Silk was like, no, mm -mm, we're not doing that. You can keep your millions. God will bless us in the midst Amen. of this, period. And God would also Amen. bless you 
in the midst of it. And my motto is God is not going to bring you to it if he wasn't going to see you through it. So to you, your family, your wife, you know, you're in our prayers and you're going to get through this. And at the end, at the end of this storm, that rainbow will be there and you will be smiling. God bless you. Thank you for coming on. I'll help you on again. Thank sir. you so much. All Thank right. you. Amen. You're so welcome. Oh my goodness, you all. Now we're talking about footage and I posted some footage a few months ago about how they allow people into the Capitol. They let them in. And I want you all to see this footage. Please play clip four. What happens next? See that? <laughs> Makes a bigger hole that people can jump through. And by the way, who is that guy? Take a good look. He's got black gear on. He's covering his face. Kind of looks a little bit like, uh, what's that group again? Antifa. But who knows? What happens after that? As 
soon as he says, don't go in there, he's threatened. He's pushed away very, very aggressively. Look, who is that guy, by the way? And why is he wearing a wire? Hmm? He just took out a big chunk of the window, and he's got a wire. I mean, that's the kind of thing that government people sometimes wear. I know it's commercially available, but I don't know. I'd like to know. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Although, anytime anyone talks about a commission, it's always the Democrats, it's always Liz Cheney, it's always Adam Kinzinger, and they want to talk about Trump and his role in all of this. They want to go through that speech again where he specifically told everybody to march peacefully and patriotically. They don't want to talk about what you just saw, which is suspicious. They also don't want to talk about the little cop. I call it the little cop who let everybody in. Has that ever been explained? Who is that? And why are they waving him in like it's some sort of carnival? What about those people who were taking selfies with police officers? See that? Cheese! And these guys just stood on either side of the hallway as the folks came on in. This doesn't add up. Oh, and this week we found out that the FBI was in touch with those, some of them, who are marching on Pennsylvania Avenue and Constitution Avenue to the Capitol. They were getting updated by their informants in the crowd. What did the FBI do with that information? They certainly didn't enhance security at the Capitol. Something is very, very strange about all of this. And the questions that I'm asking that we're wondering about, Liz Cheney and Nancy and Kinzinger, they don't want answers to those questions. They don't even want those questions asked. And I'll ask again, who the hell is this guy? Who is he? Uh-huh. Something smells fishy and it ain't tuna. Now you all get to see why they don't want this footage to be released. But as long as I have breath in my body, I'm going to keep sharing and sharing and sharing so the whole world will know what really happened on January the 6th. Okay? Don't forget to pray. Every day we pray at 11.21 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I pray for you. I hope you're praying for me. I believe in a power of prayer, and I believe it's going to take prayer to change all of this. So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching Lindell TV.